Hey everyone, it's Haley, and before we get started today, I'd like to say a few words on behalf of the HLP team. Because word travels fast in our community, many, if not most, of you have heard over the last couple of days that severe accusations of workplace misconduct have been leveled against our business partner, Paizo. Hideous Laughter Productions has always and will always stand on the side of the rights of workers, people in the POC and LGBTQ plus communities, and people that are marginalized or mistreated by others. Our relationship is strictly business with our partners at Paizo and the contacts we have there, who have always treated us with respect and are not those indicated in said misconduct. Simply, we signed a contract with them that allows us to use their product to make content and have no further insight to their internal company operation than our listeners do. We take those accusations extremely seriously and hope that the right actions are being taken to investigate them. If found to be true, we also hope that the appropriate action is taken by the company to resolve them and reconcile with those affected. Our community has always been generous in supporting us, and today we want you to make sure that you're helping each other as well. If there's a content creator, developer, individual, etc. out there that you think makes great work and reflects your values, let them know whether with a kind message or your monetary support. There are avenues like Patreon or Ko-Fi where you can directly support these individuals. Please consider this as a great way to keep the gaming community you love vibrant and amazing. Take care of each other out there. That is what I have for the top of this episode. So with that, I'll welcome you to episode 162, Treasure Chest Party Quest. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to the Hideous Laughter Podcast, episode 162. And I think, uh, is this the Hideous Laughter Podcast, or is this the neutral interlude, Return to Moon Isle? I think that's what it is. I think we're going to find out. I'm excited. Jazzed. So before we get (laughs) into what's going to happen this episode, I need to know what everybody's drinking. And I'm going to go first because I'm drinking the Patreon beverage today. Suggested by Bipolar Pop-Tart, correct? Yeah. This is called the Lepizat Sour, a renamed Manhattan Sour. And it is two parts bourbon, one part lemon juice, one part simple syrup. Those shaken together on ice and then topped with one part red wine. In our case, we use Merlot. And if I'm being honest... I really wasn't expecting this to be that good, but it's pretty decent. Uh, it's definitely drinkable for me. It kind of brings out the best of the wine, even though it was a shitty uh, $4 <laughs> bottle of red wine. Uh, the I think the bourbon makes it a little bit sweet, and the, the uh, lemon makes it a little acidic, and that helps Merlot, which is mostly, you know, woody, oaky, I guess. So uh, together... Tastes pretty good. Steve, what you got? I got something kind of new for me. Uh, Yingling makes an Oktoberfest, apparently. I don't know if that's new to this year or what, but I hadn't seen them before. 
I was drinking them a little bit last night and a little bit this morning and a little bit now, and they're pretty good. A little bit this morning? How much were you drinking before you got here? Well, uh, I had a beer before we started. So this morning for me was like two in the afternoon. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Brooks, what you got? Well, I was so generously given that exact drink as well. Uh, I enjoy it very much. It is just average in every way, but it's a really good average. Well, speaking of average in every way, hey, Haley, what you drinking? Fuck off. (laughs) Gotcha. (laughs) I'm drinking a pineapple white claw. Nice. One of my favorites at this point. Emily? I have a Hawks Apple Heist. It is an apple cider. I haven't tried this one before. Oh, it's good. It's a very crisp, kind of sour green apple flavor. Well, I believe you guys rolled off already. And was Brooks the loser of that? Oh, no, it was me, baby. Uh, Steve was the loser of that. Okay. I, yeah. I wasn't a part of the roll off, so Yeah, give me that bad stuff because I'm a bad boy. You know how it is. You know you can say that now because the poll is already the poll is already posted. Give me the worst drink you can imagine. Fuck my day up. Past listeners. I should have preemptively quoted you. Honestly, known. you probably could guess what I was gonna say. <laughs> Just some combination of bad boy and mess me up and give me your worst, you know. We know. Yeah. Emily just keeps putting in these polls. Steve said, I'm a total piece of shit. <laughs> give, me, give me shit boy drinks. Also still a direct quote. Weird. <laughs> it's weird that he said that. Well, guys, last episode was kind of a game changer for the party. And pretty brutal at that. What's, uh, what's your headspace like, Haley? How are you feeling right now? It'll be fine. Right? We're going to find him a body. It'll be fine, I think. It's not going to be fine. Um, yeah, I mean, we have some time to figure out what's going to happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not, I mean, I'm not doing great. I'm more affected, uh, like, by the fact that I don't think I'm going to have the lopper after whatever happens, even if I get Eclipse back, which is a lot to handle. So, <sighs> I'm stressed. Yeah. Well, I think you all should be stressed because uh, none of your characters are in good shape except for Lyra. Yeah, she's the only one that isn't uh, affected by a greater madness right now. I think Matumbe has a lesser madness. Oh, only a lesser. He's a sad boy. But like Matumbe as a character is already like, you know, mechanically (laughs) suffering. (laughs) I mean, the madness. Every day is a struggle. Yeah. He's kind of like gimped like that just in general. So applying a lesser madness. It's kind of like when I wake up in the morning, the first thing I say to myself every day is, ah, this shit again. <laughs> <laughs> Man, you're taking Matumbe's melancholy to heart. Uh, yeah, it started with Matumbe, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> started with Matumbe a week ago. <laughs> yeah, just a week ago. Mm-hmm. So when last we left our heroes, Eclipse was gone and the rest of the party rested and kind of licked their wounds. We have our bear suffering from schizophrenia. We have Freya completely blind and Matumbe depressed and probably the only member of the party that can actually function. 
which is kind of terrifying in its own right. <laughs> so that's where we find our heroes today. Will they be heroes anymore? Let's find out. Well, we got a we got a night's rest, right? Yes. So first thing in the morning, Matumbe wakes up and he says, "This shit again." <laughs> <laughs> Nailed it, bud. And Air Bear sits straight up. What is it? The impending sense of doom we feel within us and without us every day, my friend Air Bear. The dreams. That is all. <laughs> all right, yeah, Matuma's going to start his regular rituals of praying and stuff in the morning, the stuff he's got to do every day. Mm-hmm. What's the plan? You have a ticking clock What's to up? get to Caliphas. That's what I was about to say. I, it, it sounds like we basically need to leave town and get moving now. Yeah, you're going to be significantly hampered. Freya's going to need someone to, like, lead her or if we're riding on horseback she's gonna need some to be on a horse with someone because like even getting up and trying to prepare her spells in the morning she's like bumping into stuff stumbling if there are any stairs it's not great for her do you think that your personal weight and the weight of your gear is less than like about 180 pounds because I could just carry you <laughs> I don't think that's the case <laughs> I doubt it. She's I'm pretty sure Lyra, uh, or pretty sure Freya is relatively heavy. Oh yeah, yeah she's, she is. She's sturdy, right? She's very sturdy. So, uh, I mean, she's wearing like marble boots. Oh yeah, <laughs> good point. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah, she is. She is well over 180 pounds with her gear. Sorry, Freya. I was thinking maybe I'd carry you, but your load is too much for me to bear. There are ways to heal the mind and solve this madness. It will take time, though. This is no easy feat. All of us are broken right now. We can be fixed, but it won't happen overnight. General question, do we have a bag of holding? I don't know, and we're not putting Freya in it, because that's <laughs> I know where you're going with this. No, uh, put... I mean, how much does she weigh? Like, you could put all of her gear and stuff in the bag of holding, and then with that all makes her- it. I'll, I'll lead her by a rope or something. Yeah, oh I don't. My gosh, I, I think like Lyra could help Freya around. Oh, oh yeah, uh, preparing, preparing, but like actual travel is actual travel. Difficult. As long Wait, as you can get steed? Freya on a pony. Can you do mind steed? No. As long as you can get Freya on a pony, it's very easy to lead another horse right, with, with a, a horse. horse. Yes. So I imagine that's the plan. And then we just like duct tape her to the saddle right. so that she, she, can can hold on. <laughs> she can hold on. She's not brain dad. Uh, so <laughs> yeah, she- unlike you, like the horse kicks up and you're going to slit its throat. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Uh, Anything in the woods? Done. She is going to prepare a lot of healing spells. Uh, She actually has gained another spell level, Um, so she's going to be preparing a lot of restoration and heal for the first time. Wow. Ooh, juicy. Yeah. So, 
you move on from Ilmarsh. The town kind of brushes it under the rug. All of the unpleasantness that has happened. You eradicating the recondite order of the Indomitable Sea. Uh, the citizens don't exactly seem like your best friends, but they're not hostile to you. Seems like maybe they're trying to put some of this behind them as well. Mayor Greedel would would empty out the treasury. <gasps> the remaining fish gold items, etc., are worth ten thousand gold when you subtract out the the need for very specific healing for <laughs> about nine members of the town and he does remind you that it's the least you could do to save them that um, considering the amount of damage you caused we are a, a generous party yeah on your way so you you take the riverboat back to Thrushmore and are able to get your um, get the horses you rode in on and make haste to Califas. It's going to be multiple week journey over land. On the first night out of Thrushmore, you hear as you're setting camp the cawing of a raven. Lyra, you remember seeing Eclipse head in the same direction as Caliphas, as far as you could reckon, but into the woods somewhere. And the cawing reminds you, reminds all of you of Aranel. Lyra perks up hearing the raven I saw the Lopper going the same direction into the woods. That sounds a lot like Aranel. I think Eclipse still has him with her, right? Ah, uh, yes. Aranel has moved down a bit. He's no longer a ghost. He's a flesh and blood creature, as we all are now. It is reassuring to hear these cars over the horizon, but I think it's all for naught. We have to live somewhere. I think it's worth checking out. If Eclipse could be there, we should try to help her. Freya also chimes in from her lead pony. We owe it to our friend to investigate this. Who knows what state she's in, alone, with the Lapa. Yes, is a good reminder that things could always be worse. We can try and help her out. The cawing and flapping approaches, and those of you with vision see that it's not Aranel. That was just wishful thinking. But the raven does carry a note tied to its leg. 
It perches upon the tomb bay's shoulder Hello. and extends a leg. Thank you, friend. And he will unspool the little scroll or whatever. I'm yeah. sure it's rolled up parchment or something. A piece of a small piece of cloth falls out of it and kind of lands at your feet. And when you unscroll the parchment, you see the clumsy handwriting of an old friend. Oh, yeah? Looks like a note from Ikmer. Dear guys. I am writing because I found, well, I received, you see like a bunch of scratch outs, <laughs> a letter from Anya. You remember Anya, right? I don't know why I'm asking questions because you can't answer them because this is a note. Anyways, I think Anya is in trouble. She told me to meet her in Sargava. It has something to do with Saw. I don't know what you guys are doing or what you're up to, but if you could come help me, that would... Well, I just really miss you guys. It's been a couple weeks. I thought you might come visit before then. I don't really know how this whole long-distance friendship thing works. <laughs> I'm going whether you come help or not, but I thought it might be good for you to know where I'm... where I'm gonna be. Sabreeze is gonna take care of the wolves while I'm gone. P.S. Sabreeze said I should send one of my belongings to you so that I'd be easier to track down. I don't know, something about scrying or something. Here's a piece of my loincloth. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> the letter ends. It would appear that not only has fate played a game on me, but my friend has as well. The loincloth I will now remove from my wrist that has fallen. <laughs> It's not the whole leg cloth. It looks like he <laughs> tore a piece of it off. I, it I is. can I, uh, can I use my craft alchemy to see what the strange crust on it is? No, you can't. Uh, it's foreign to even you. Oh, <laughs> Your high scores. I'm impressed that he he was able to get all of that onto a, a note that could fit on a raven's leg. It looks like uh, after his like clumsy and messed up handwriting for like a sentence <laughs> Sabreeze <laughs> started dictating it. Also like how much of that loincloth is left? Because he's been taking pieces off of that for a while. <laughs> yeah, yes. That's the closest thing to him. Alright, well, we, we, gotta, we gotta talk. It seems that our old friend needs our help, but we also have this mission to Caliphas. It is where the book thinks I need to go, and as much as I would like to be there for my friend, I do not believe my destiny lies to the southern hemisphere anymore. 
Freya looks towards Matumbe, but totally misses his head and is kind of staring off into the forest behind him. I'm in no shape to help anyone right now. Honestly, this is the best place for me to be until I can heal. What about you, it? No, probably not you either. There's no way that... That it can be so important as taking the vi whispering way. We need to leave somewhere. Well, guess too bad for Ikma. Too bad for us all. I might be able to help him. I think I'm the only one who can scry and even try to find him. But that won't... But I'll still have a hard time actually making it there. We're not... I'm guessing we're not that close. And I have no way to travel that far. Great. Oz, our best party member. That's very kind of you to say. I don't know if I would consider myself the best party member. You all are having a lot of trouble mentally coming to terms with what you've seen. I had to experience it firsthand. And while my mind might not be broken, I'm not the same Lyra anymore. I need to figure myself out. You know, Ikmer went through a lot of transformation. Maybe he would be able to help me. Oh yeah, does she know he's like full on werewolf? <laughs> Probably you not. You guys talked uh, to her about him being the principal. So. Oh right, yeah. we did. Okay. Oh yeah. So I realized like when she died, we were suspecting. Yeah, he was having some mm -hmm. uh some influences, but especially if he's had this transformation and he's now doing a good thing with it and like leading the wolves, that's a very positive use of a corruption. Well, how about this, Lyra? You hold on to this piece of loincloth and see if you can't determine where Ikmer is. If it's somewhere you think you can get to reasonably safely and quickly, perhaps you join him on this quest and discover something about yourself. I will take what I am going to call the B-Team and head to Caliphas. So Lyra can scry with just a bowl of water and she can also create water. So she can create a pool for herself to use scrying on Ikmer. All right, you get a bonus for having an item of his. You are very familiar with Ikmer. Yeah, so that means he has a minus nine to his will save. Okay. Now make me a will save for Ekmer, Brooks. Yeah, I, I would just not, or I uh, would uh, intentionally fail. He he sent the cloth intentionally to knowing this would happen. Yep. That makes sense. 
uh, you're easily able to scry on Ikmer, and he looks different than you remember him, uh, mostly in the sense that he is currently running while loping through the forest as a uh, shaggy wolf. And after you watch for a while, he seems to stop for the night. Um, he's heading south as fast as he can. It's not very fast. What direction are we going right now? You are heading slightly south as well. So you're kind of going around Lake and Carthen from mm. one side of it to okay. the other. Uh, and you remember that, you know, Eclipse had left, like, swam through Lake and Carthen over the hours that you spent looking mm. for her and going back uh, with her, you know, great swim speed from the face of Dagon, as the item is actually called, and um, and was able to, you know, leave from the other side. You think, you know, Caliphas is, is south down that coast. That's where you're heading. You're kind of skirting the coast as well. And Ikmer would be further north. So kind of heading in your direction. The Shutterwood is is further north than anywhere you are right now in Ustalov. Hmm, okay. Lyra will turn to the party after doing her scrying. I was able to see him. He looks really well. He is heading south. I think in our, at least headed our way. Maybe I can try to intercept him. Be sure to say hi to my best friend. Oh, you've hung up. (laughs) It's not really a phone call. It's more of a one-way mirror. What's a phone? (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know where we will be, so uh, be sure to pass that along. Well, I assume Lyra probably stays the night at least with the party. Yes. Um... And as we fade on the campfire, we fade in to another scene. The world looks dead from this vantage point. The sky's gray, the terrain broken, lifeless, trees dead. And just in front of our vision, In the distance, we see fields of green and a Ferasman church, a great cathedral in the Sea of Death. As we approach, we hear the sounds of spells echoing off the empty hills. And that beautiful church melts away. An illusion as we get closer in. We realize that we are in Virlik, 
the home of the Whispering Tyrant. We see a curly-haired elf slinging spells at ten undead creatures as they encroach on her position. From above, a lunar dragon lands with a shudder impact in the earth and its cold ice breath erupts on the encroaching ghouls. After the fire melts away, these creatures continue their approach. Jimbirium the Loud looks back at Tulia. Intercept the message, I'll take them. And he flies into this group of combatants. You see him struggle as they climb. His large body ripping at his wings and his neck. He flies up into the air, seven of them trailing off of him, several falling to the ground, but others managing to tear at the sinew of his wings and disrupt his flight. Tulia, a hundred yards away from you, you see him start to descend and then slam into the ground. You manage to take out a spiritual guardian, some incorporeal creature carrying a message. And when the message falls from its body, it shimmers from incorporeality to material shape. A tube, a bone scroll case, Tuli, you have been tracking a lich through Virlik for weeks. Mm-hmm. A lich with a phylactery of a daemon heart. One that you need to fulfill your end of bargain with Lopsack. You've gotten close several times, but you haven't been able to figure out this lich's location. However, This scroll tube contains a message from the very creature you're tracking. You've learned she goes by the name Opal. Fucking the fans are going nuts right now. (laughs) I don't even say that sarcastic. That's fucking awesome. Let's go. And in the tube, the message reads, My dearest Adivian, I have to leave my post, but only temporarily. I have found a way to get our dear Saw back on our side. He may come kicking and screaming, but he will return as an asset for the Whispering Way. I will merely need to take a small trip back to Moon Isle where I know his resurrection is imminent. Signed, Opal. Tulia pockets the scroll case and rushes the hundred yards to Jimbirium the Loud, (laughs) whose white scales are splattered 
with his own blood. His wings torn to shreds. You know he wouldn't be able to fly. He coughs blood and looks at you with the eyes of someone in immense grave pain. But the undead that were attacking him were crushed on impact. And you stand over him, a wizard with no ability to heal. What do you do? Well, knowing that she has no ability to heal, she she knows the closest thing she's got is to maybe see if Freya can heal again because at the time when she saw her, she could barely. But that's the only person she knows in the material plane she's been in Abaddon forever. So I could try to scry on Freya to see where Freya is and then teleport. Scrying takes an hour. Unless you have special scrying. Yep. Otherwise, I can try and teleport. Which, I don't know... I don't know where they are. Yeah. I could... I mean, like, in the meantime, I could do infernal healing on him. Yeah, you think infernal healing might at least stop any bleeding. Uh, but... Jimberium is like a bag of health. <laughs> Yeah. You know, that wouldn't, that wouldn't like, fix the wings and the, you know, his general incapacitation at this point, but it would keep him alive. Okay, so I could cast Infernal Healing greater on him for now, because then he'll also get Fast Healing 4 for a while, and then Scry for an hour on uh, Freya. Okay. So it'll take me an hour to cast for me to to look at Freya for potentially up to 11 minutes. <laughs> so um, in order to do so, I don't think I have nothing actually of Freya, but I I know the subject, mm-hmm. which would mean a minus five. Yeah, I'm going to say much like Ikmer, um, this was your plan when you separated yeah was you know you knew Freya could scry and you knew that you could scry and so I don't think either of you are resisting attempts from the other to um make sense to see where they are so your scrying would succeed great and you would see Freya in the woods uh surrounded by the other people you ran through the gauntlet of Lopsack's tournament with, but notably without Eclipse, the person you went to Abaddon, or you uh, you helped uh, the rest of the group save. Okay. So... With that, you could teleport yourself and Jimberium because you were a high enough level to teleport a huge creature. Is this considered seen casually studied carefully or viewed once? I believe uh, with 11 minutes, I think scrying allows you seen casually. Don't hold me to that, but that's what we're going to roll with for right now. Okay, that makes sense to me. Okay, let's see how close we get. Get ready for some trees to be smashed. As you teleport a giant dragon into the woods. Yes. (laughs) If you get very close to us, that's going to be terrifying. 
Yeah, I hope you guys are ready for that. Um, I believe you don't want to roll high. That's correct. Don't worry. I rolled a 40. <laughs> Oh, yeah. That'll so be. I am on target, 100% on target. Yes. So for the rest of the party, you've awoken the next day. You've <sighs> begun your... This shit again. <laughs> you've begun gonna, your journey. Is that going to replace the uh, uh, rooster? This shit again. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I'm, I'm going to make a note of it so I don't forget it. <laughs> um, and you are traveling for a few hours when you hear this mighty whoop, and you see Tulia with her hand outstretched on Jimberium the Loud, who is kind of crippled at this point, um, wings torn apart, uh, completely gashed by the bites of numerous undead creatures. It looks worse for wear. Freya, you just kind of feel the change in pressure and the sound, you hear the sound as something huge just appears in front of you. Freya can't see what's going on, uh, but Lyra can do her best to describe what she is seeing in front of them, even though she has never met these people. I was going to say, because Tulia, when she lands and sees Freya, would call out to Freya, Freya, I'm going to need your help over here. Freya looks in her general direction, but again, not actually at her face, and addresses Lyra, saying, I recognize that voice. Lyra, lead me over. And Lyra will take Freya's hand and lead her over to Tulio. I know that you were struggling with your healing before, but I I need a big heal right now. Can't you see? I can't see anything right now. Jesus Christ. But I have regained my healing. I've reconnected with Arastal and Desna. The channel is open and I'm stronger now. And um, Lyra holds, are we like right next to Jimberium right now? Uh, Lyra stretches out Freya's hand so that uh, she reaches out and touches Jimberian and Freya- he feels cold. Oh. So you can still feel like the rise and fall of like the mighty dragon's lungs, this huge creature just laboredly breathing. Freya's face tightens with concentration as she's uh, not able to see, but she can still feel the the severity of the situation and how badly the healing is needed. And so she casts heal into Jimberian and he is healed for 110 hit points yeah 110 hit points and ends a lot of adverse conditions if he has ability damage or any confusion or anything or diseases you think he was drained Ooh. does that fix drain at all I believe it does 
I'm, I'm pretty confident it does. Yeah. It does not restore permanently drained ability score points. Oh, okay. It's a surprise. So Jimbirium shakily raises to his feet. He looks still not 100% there. Um, it looks like whatever these creatures were, were not only tearing him apart, but were just like draining his physical stats. But he looks like he can move with his own power, even though his wings still look broken. The flesh, at least, is mending. Brian, he's still weak. He's still real weak. He coughs at this. Tulia, did you did you intercept the message? Yes, I did. I've got it right here. What did it say? Tulia would read the message aloud. And you would all recognize the name Moon Isle. And a Divian. And a Divian, yeah. yeah. And a Divian. Lyra's face goes <laughs> so stern. Okay, so Freya and Bear, there was this guy in this trial that we were in, and Matumbe just slowly and sadly talks about Audivian, how he's a piece of shit, and well, Tulia I guess also he's... listens because she didn't know either. Oh, yeah. <laughs> hey, Tulia, we're not doing much better than you, it looks like. Good to see you again, though, I guess. Um, and he, yeah, he just kind of explains the history there. And you put two and two together here. Whoever this lich is, they're heading to the same place as Anya and as Ikmer, and presumably Sawyer Savarine's at the middle of it. Lyra uh, crosses her arms and looks over at Tulia. I'm happy to do anything to stand against Adivion. If you want assistance, I would be happy to help. I'm happy to take any any help I can get. But who's going to look after this lot? Because that is not the way that Matumba used to act. I don't know what's wrong with the little mouse. <laughs> and I, I can't see. <laughs> I may be weakened, but I can stay. I can at least take... Freya upon my back and make it easier for her to travel. And in return, maybe she can heal my ability damage. (laughs) Sounds like a fair trade. Then it's settled. I will keep them safe as they heal. Tulia, go on and find this phylactery. Free yourself. Yeah, she'll uh, look around. Realize this is probably the best this group's gonna get. Squat, squat's <laughs> looking like shit. Everybody was shivering uh, behind a tree. Uh, he was nearly triggered, but uh, thankfully, he he knows. He's at least guys seen just enough. before. Yeah. <laughs> just enough. Tube's <laughs> kicking a rock around. <laughs> oh shucks! I'm so glad we're leaving this group. <laughs> head, head down like Charlie Brown. <laughs> yep. So, uh, with that, she'll look around and realize it's probably the best they're, they're going to get right now. And then, uh, 
I guess we better be headed, but first I just want to ask Matumba, y'all went to Abaddon, you went through a whole bunch just to rescue someone. I don't see her. What happened there? Oh, yeah. So, I was pretty, uh... Did she run off again? Yeah. <laughs> Although now I am not angry anymore and don't have a ghost in my head, so I guess that's an improvement, but... It's a bleak day. I All think... my friends leave me. Zeha. All my friends are dead. <laughs> <laughs> Creatures chasing us. I'm not sure if that's correct, but I hope it's not. I do have one piece of good news. I think my old friend Ikmer is on a similar path that we are. He could help us too. I won't say no to more help, but uh, where's he? He is headed our way, roughly, uh, but, and she holds up the little scrap of loincloth loin and the, the note that we got from him. I did scry on him yesterday. I could do it again. It's actually written on his loincloth. Oh god. Yeah, you actually <laughs> got the portion like like in the, in the <laughs> I'm going to camp whitey tidies. <laughs> Mom wrote your name on him. Yep. The the waistband. The waistband, <laughs> yeah. And now it's like having trouble keeping his, <laughs> his loincloth up because the waist the elastic's all messed up now. That's very funny. <laughs> You, that's the worst part to remove, I feel like. <laughs> <laughs> Either you're cutting a hole right in the front or you remove the elastic. It was a great idea at the time. <laughs> Where we finally see him, he's like safety pinned. <laughs> yeah, using rope. <laughs> well, are you expecting me to teleport there or just wait on him? Because if, if we're going to have to teleport, I'm going to, I might need to scry that myself. I have no way of knowing if he'll come directly in our path. I think teleportation would be the surest way. Alright. Tulia uh, is going to take the next like five minutes and prepare both scrying and teleport again. Sure. And um, again, the scrying works relatively easily uh, because Ikmer is kind of open to scrying. Right. He has a uh, scryer ID. <laughs> That's really good. That's really good. So everyone does, obviously. So that's another scene casually. Yes. What do I do? Is he just still running? He runs for about five minutes to the scry and then is like taking a rest. I mean, is he still in wolf form? He rests in hybrid form. It looks like. Are we about to head off to go? Find a dog? He's more like a werewolf, not a full dog. Tulia's eyes open a little bit bigger in surprise. Now, werewolves aren't... They ain't usually very nice. Oh, this one is. He's a very good friend. All right. You're also, it appears, on a journey to resurrect a were-tiger, so gonna rip that band-aid off real fast. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but uh Julia would I guess go on this journey with this stranger and go meet another stranger <laughs> well there bear I guess all our friends do leave us <laughs> I guess goodbye Lyra and Tulia probably for the last time 
Come on, B. He sees Jimbirium plus team. B plus let's, team. Let's roll out. <laughs> Until next time. Hey, the CR thirteen dragons got your back, so that's uh, that's helpful. I'm so s- sad that my I can't see my best friend. I'll tell him you say hi, and Lyra goes and gives Freya a hug before she leaves. Freya, that's Lyra hugging you. <laughs> I'm not stupid. I can tell it's Lyra. Oh, you know Freya's prioritizing her insanity. <laughs> Freya's like, I wish I could have gone with these two. <laughs> Besides having to stick around with these morons. Yeah. Uh, and, and before Tula leaves, she'll just uh, say to you guys, don't y'all worry. I, I still got teleport. I can come see you whenever. And I, I'll, we already know I'll scry. So don't, don't worry about seeing me again. It'll happen. Maybe. All right. <laughs> Just don't scare me. I thought y'all had a weird change last time I saw you, but this is something else. It's like the friend group from back home. Well, like you go back home and see your old friend group, and they're like very different. You're like, oh, maybe I, maybe I don't want to come home again. But meanwhile, yeah, I want to see it's like, yeah. This is the thing. Like Tulia experienced Matume and Freya while they kept saying, "I'm fine. Something's wrong with me." I'm normally better than this. And then, like, she, right? Something's wrong with me. I'm normally better than this. That's how she met them last time. And now she's come back, and you guys are worse. Both <laughs> uniquely worse. <laughs> Give me that teleportation rule. Absolutely. Good thing low is good, because I got a four. Sweet. <sighs> Ikmer, you see in the clearing you've been resting in two figures appear and this must be very strange for you but you recognize one of them wait a minute what oh my gosh and then Ikmer runs up uh, to Lyra kind of tugs at her at her clothing and calm down uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh is Lyra? Is that you? It is Ikmer. And right as she finishes saying that, uh, he scoops her up and gives her this giant hug, only to like put her down on the ground again. And we we buried you. I mean, some healers back at. The pack uh, have have told me about this ability, but I'm glad to see you again. Are you okay? Lyra's eyes kind of glaze over a little bit for a second, and she takes a moment before she responds, shakes her head, and kind of snaps out of it. I'm glad to see you too, Ikmer. It's been... It feels like a very long time. It wasn't... It hasn't been an easy path to get here. I was brought back. But it wasn't on my own terms. I've had to do some horrible things. And 
I've seen so many horrible things reached out to touch and to call to unspeakable horrors. But the rest of the party found me and they, they broke me out of the control. The Dominion of the Black were trying to summon Shubnagrath. And, well, she almost got through. But she didn't. When I got your letter, I just knew that being with you would be the best place for me. I need to figure myself out. And hopefully this journey will help me find the new me. And he puts a hand on her shoulder. Well, you don't have to be afraid anymore. You're safe now. And I'd be honored to help you through this journey. Whatever and wherever it may take you. And I'm willing to uh, listen to anything uh, you might have and you can talk when you're ready. Thank you, Ikmer. That means so much. I don't really understand it all myself. But talking about it could help. And your friend? I didn't want to interrupt that clearly heartwarming <laughs> interaction. Uh, I'm Tulia. I'm the transportation. <laughs> the, the transporter, you say? Yes. We just met. Oh, well, I'm, I'm guessing that you guys got uh, my letter. Uh, how's my best friend doing? Air Bear wanted to say hi. He ain't doing so good. Well, he ain't doing so good. <laughs> <laughs> the boy, right? <laughs> Matumbe and Freya aren't doing well either. They saw a lot, and their minds weren't able to process it. So they need some time to rest and heal their minds. Well, I'm kind of surprised that uh, that old bag Freya might uh, <laughs> be able to help out, but I guess she wasn't that great. Christ. Lyra's face hardens. <laughs> Throwing haymakers at Freya. <laughs> No, he, he wouldn't put it like that. Oh, he definitely would. <laughs> he would. Freya is the whole reason that your best friend, Air Bear, survived. That doesn't quite sound right to me, but <laughs> I guess. <laughs> uh, so the three of you would probably get to talking at this point and realize that your missions are aligned at least insofar that um, Ikmer you know Anya is heading to 
Moon Isle for, by way of Sargava. And Tulia, you know you need to get to Moon Isle to, I guess, defeat this lich or at least destroy the Damon Heart phylactery she has. She's going for that lich. And you all realize that you have no idea where Moon Isle is. But Ikmer's friend Anya does. And Ikmer has in his possession a holy symbol of Giselda from Anya. So you can use your same strategy. Y'all tell me I gotta prepare Scrine again and prepare more teleport again. I'm the transportation. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> I gotta once more around the park, Bitterman. And uh, the minute that by the way, the minute that Ikmer does something, I don't know, like goes votes, walk away for a second, one of those two things, Tulia's turning Lyra. Y'all didn't tell me he's only got one oar in the water. He, he ain't all there. He is a very special boy. He's a leader? Yes. That's what I've been told. He wasn't quite to that point when I knew him, but I think he's done a lot of growing. He's gotta be what, like 14? Yes, he is a half-orc, so they age a lot faster. But not so much mentally. I'm about ten times his age. He, he always means well, but he does need guidance from wiser and more intelligent party members but he is fiercely loyal and will not let us down he will fight to his dying breath to make sure that his friends are safe ah he's a muscle yes he is <laughs> he has great defenses he has taken so many hits for me that makes Julia feel a lot better to know that that's his purpose because <laughs> till now, didn't seem like a fair trade, Jim right. Miriam, for these two. Right. <laughs> Tulia's like, what did I get myself into? I just uh, traded still not a goddamn a fair trade. dragon. <laughs> I feel like I should have kept that dragon around. <laughs> oh, man. Having buyer's remorse. <laughs> yeah, you I did not get fair value for my trade-in. <laughs> Yeah, if you were to try to scry back at uh, the main party, they would say no tradesy backsies. <laughs> Dude, they're like, all right, let Jubirium's back, like having the time of their oh, life. I'm taking they're, a will they're making you They're making cocktails. You, you, yeah, you try and scry on me, I'm taking a will save. <laughs> <laughs> Guarantee that. I'm on vacation. I was going to say, it's probably the happiest melancholy Matumbe can be. So... Yeah. I'm gonna, uh, you're preparing all this stuff. I'm gonna do Anya's will save because I think she's okay. not as open to random scrying as, uh, Ikmer, and she doesn't expect Ikmer to be scrying on her. She kind of told him a location. Okay. But you have an item of hers. Yep. However, you're not familiar with her at all. Correct. I've heard of her. Mm hmm. So, what's that give me cumulatively as a minus? Cumulatively, it gives you a plus one. I have a plus one. Yeah. Okay. 
Uh, it's an 18. That fails. Yes. <laughs> Keep the plot moving forward. <laughs> right? Just do it again. <laughs> uh, so. I couldn't do it again until tomorrow. Yeah. You see a ship. And you, for the first time, see this person you're scrying on. Unattractive, though, somewhat scarred woman in a actually what looks like refined um, mariner outfit. Although uh, she reminds you of a free captain in the shackles from toe to tip. And she is currently piloting a ship on the sea. Uh, it looks like this message for Ikmer maybe wasn't uh, was was meant to give him time to get to Sargava because it doesn't look like she's in a port. Uh, but you can examine the ship for eleven minutes. You know you can see the dark wood and and kind of skull and skeleton imagery of this ship makes it a pretty formidable looking warship and the black sails don't do it any favors either it certainly looks like if one were to be a pirate this would be a fitting vessel you see passing her several several more of these werewolves in hybrid form using their strength to their advantage to climb the rigging and adjust the main sails, etc. She doesn't seem to have to order the crew around as you're watching her. It seems like they pretty much know what to do. And your last image of her is discussing something with a drow man and then the wind picks up a bit and you see um, you see both of them kind of put their hands on their heads to keep their hats from blowing off uh, and the ship begins to move more quickly and the entire image starts to darken and then your 11 minutes are up alright she comes out of the scry. She looks at Ekmer, looks at Lyra. Are y'all ready to be pirates? Lyra's eyes glitter as she tries to hold back the excitement on her face and stay calm, saying, The ocean beckons. Oh, too bad Eclipse still has your cloak in the manor, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Could actually use it for once. Right? <laughs> That's... Definitely the the backbreaker. It, if you were to describe it, if you were to describe <laughs> it, <laughs> well, if I'm going to be a pirate, I better play the part. And she's going to uh, take off her Death Watch eyes, put them in her glasses case, stow those away, and she's going to pull out of her bag an eye patch and a tricorn hat. Fuck. Yes. And go ahead and put those on. Because as you guys know, Tulia is prepared for almost every situation <laughs> and has every item and she has craft clothing. Fantastic. 
she is uh prepped for that. Um, Why don't you give me one more? If you're gonna teleport here, I will be teleporting. I wanted to get ready first because I don't want to show up on the boat without looking like I'm ready to be a pirate. Because Tulia did not expect me with werewolves and pirates, but <laughs> she's in now. <laughs> I mean, is it worth it to send a message that we're gonna try to teleport and it's us? Like, I don't know how y'all are gonna send that message. Do we have that ability? Or like, I guess we could maybe find a town that <laughs> has that. Aren't you guys friends? It'll be a fun surprise. I mean, yes, and she is expecting, but I. It will still be a surprise on a ship. <laughs> but I already look like a pirate, and you're her friend. This should be fine, right? I will do my best. <laughs> I can do all the talking. Do you do you know them too? No, I don't, but I am much better at talking to people and I think I'll fit right in. Do they know you were dead? It, I never met Anya. It may be okay. Uh I mean Lyra is quite the <laughs> lawyer, so uh, it, Yes. Sounds like I got a dead friend. Maritime law. <laughs> a werewolf and we're going to go meet some pirates and hope they don't kill us. What is good for a pack is good for the, the pride. So it's okay. best that we get there all as soon as possible. What specifically do you think that <laughs> phrase means? <laughs> all of the packs together are, are the pride. Now... He's combining, big, right. he's combining big wolf and big cat energy. <laughs> he is. All right. Well, I did look, by the way, teleport if you've scried. It's viewed once, not seen casually. Uh, but I've so far, I've made it anyway. So we're going to hope that's still good. That's a mishap. Oh, boy. Oh. So we each take 1d10 of damage. Are we going to be in the middle? Though, Seven so? points of damage. Mm, what kind um, of damage? It says you and anyone else teleporting with you have gotten scrambled. Mm. You take 1d10 points of damage and you reroll on the charts to see where you wind up. I now have a roll. I now need to roll 1d20 plus 80. Okay. Okay. So you can't succeed, it sounds like, with viewed ones. I, I can... Only get off target. I don't know if I can end the spell. <laughs> it doesn't sound like I can no, end the spell. No, you, you oh, end up somewhere. Yep. We're bouncing through space-time oh, continuum. Yeah, oh, I do. Do not. I do not. I only have three level five spells. This is, I've used all three on teleport. Mm. So, I don't know. All right. That is... That is an 88, which means we're off target. Which means I appear, we appear safely in a random distance away from the destination in a random direction. Distance off target is a D percent of the distance that was traveled. Okay, so it wow. could still be pretty, like... All right, I'll roll that D percent. This is not going to be good since we are trying to hit a very fine point. Trying to hit a ship in the middle of an island chain. I hope you show up on land. 
Yeah, I, you're, I, yeah. I, arrive, I arrive safely in whatever destination it is. Yeah, you can arrive safely in the water. Okay. You arrive without damage to you. That's uh, fine. However, you're trying to transport like 2,000 miles or something. Okay. Mm. So uh, you end up I randomly. Go 2,000 miles, anyways. Well, I don't know exactly what it is. Okay. I can go 1,100 miles. Cool. You're trying to go 1,100 miles. <laughs> okay. Thank you. I don't know what the exact distance is. Yes. Nor do I really care because you're just going to spend the night wherever you are. That's fine. But you end up 500 miles away from this okay. ship. In the jungle of Garoon. Darn it. All right. And I need you guys to finish your drinks because we'll see you next week. Oh, man. I knew it. Slaughter Productions is an officially licensed partner of Paizo Incorporated. Carrying Crown is copyright 2011. Carrying Crown and the Pathfinder Adventure Path are trademarks of Paizo. Paizo, Pathfinder, their respective logos, and all Paizo titles, characters, and artwork are properties of Paizo Inc. and used with permission.